Oh man. I'm I'm super pumped. I'm so glad we're all liking Hades. Too. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while since we've all just been like, I, I love this game. Right. Man, I and I didn't even bring it up, but like one of my favorite things is how I think they've really captured the uh I don't know, spirit of like the Greek pantheon, which is just a bunch of like shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like yeah. any of the Olympians at all. And I think it's perfect. Yeah, they're just like rich brats. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, like, I, just... I like Dionysus. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Well, Dionysus is a fuck. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 75 and my name is Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey everybody. John Hines. Hi there. And DJ Mandolini. Yo. We got another full house again this full week house. and uh, everybody but me uh, jumped in and got their hands on uh, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. <laughs> oh, that's before, why you uh, were asking for someone. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I haven't picked it up yet, and I, I actually don't think I'm going to. In all honesty, I, I mean, I love I love the Mario games, but I, I just, in all honesty, I just don't see the value in them just kind of slapping these together. Uh, but you know, I was slightly tempted with the uh, the limited window on the release. But mm-hmm. I know you guys have kind of dove in a little bit. What are you guys thinking so far? It's in high definition now. That's <laughs> that's a thing. You got to see a little bit crisp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead, DJ. I mean, I, I'm I'm a little hesitant to jump into Sunshine because, as I've said, I do not own a Pro Controller. I only own the Joy-Cons, and Joy-Cons are shit. So I, <laughs> I don't know if that should uh, that that may taint my experience of a game that people seem to love. So I don't well, know what to okay. do. On on that subject, so you you have been playing Galaxy a bit with the Joy-Cons, a little bit. Have you been playing them like with like the dog head controller or are you playing them like separate? I, I play with the dog head. Oh, okay. I went separate. Yeah. So, okay. Also, I guess on that, on that topic, like DJ, did you, yeah. Had you ever played galaxy before? I did. When I lived with Kevin, he let me borrow it. <laughs> I, think I, I think I pushed pretty hard on you to play that one. But did you play it with like a, a pro controller or the like original Wii nunchuck? No, it would have been on the Wii. Yeah. Wii, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Because like I started playing Galaxy with the pro controller on the Switch and it felt like uh, the thing that I really liked about both 64 and Sunshine was that they felt really natural on the pro controller. Yeah. But as soon as I started playing Galaxy, I was like, this kind of sucks and I don't enjoy playing it like that. So I, agree. I is it, is I it just tried, because it's not what you remember or did, did it 100%. have like problems? Okay. No, it, no, it's I think most, I thought there was a problem. The, the pointer just felt so yeah. wrong to me to be on like the gyro in the middle of the pro controller. And then you have like that pointer star essentially always kind of centered in the middle of the screen, which drove yeah. me nuts very oh, quickly. Oh, so it's still, it still utilizes that with the pro controller. Yes. Because yes. I saw, a few people posting like oh playing uh, mario galaxy and not having to waggle my hand constantly is amazing but i i what? loved it on the wii to oh be honest God, like fucking yeah hate it <laughs> oh, i really liked being able to like collect the star bits and like shoot them yeah. at enemies and stuff and like 
Because I, I never really did that all that much, like the shooting of enemies. But like I, I liked it how it was implemented and like just like a quick little wiggle to like get a little extra hang time on a jump. I loved how so that felt. So what they might be referring to there is that there is a, a now a set kind of spin button where I don't know if there was before. I can't remember now. I don't think there was. Yeah, no, I think that was strictly mapped to the uh, to waggle. to the waggle. Yeah, yeah. But we navigating the menus still requires some. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. the thing that was really mind-boggling me, to me, that you still had to use the gyroscope to, like, select a file. Mm. Yeah. And, it, it and you have to do it. was pissing me off. To be Nintendo. And I, and that's a, this is what This is what I kind of mean, that it just feels like this slap-together, like, tri- like, it doesn't even have Galaxy 2. Like, it just seems like it's just this, like, oh, collection of that games that they're just, like... Here you go. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. Here you go. <laughs> but it just. <laughs> but it just feels. It just feels kind of like a. I mean, like a total cash grab. And I know we talked about that a little bit when we were talking about the physical copies of you know a few weeks back. Yeah. But uh, are you guys feeling like the upgrade is is worth it? Because I mean, I've seen these games run like especially the the GameCube and the Wii games on like those Dolphin emulators in full HD. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like Galaxy and Sunshine look gorgeous. I mean, is that upgrade? Are you guys feeling like that's worth it? I mean, it, to me, it's not the like graphical fidelity or like it's uh, it's honestly the fact that I don't have to like pull out my N64. I don't have to hook sure. up my GameCube. I don't have to like dig yeah. out my Wii. Like it ha- just yeah. having them all in one location, that's the value that I get from this collection. And yeah. like I do think like especially with 64 and Sunshine that the controls map like perfectly to the pro controller personally like i think that it feels yeah incredibly natural and really good in a way that i really wasn't expecting it to so like yeah. it is but other than that no i don't think it's worth like it's it's not really a remake at all like no there's n- it's no like a extra. bundle yeah it's just it's just an ease of use thing Yep. Yeah, it's total yeah, accessibility get, for me because, yeah, I don't have any of my older systems and I've never played Sunshine. So this seemed like that was what prompted me to get it after, you know, making fun of you guys for considering getting this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if, if I were in your shoes, DJ, I'd, I'd be grabbing it like 100% for sure. But, yeah, I do have access to those games. And I ha- I think we've talked about this, too. But, like, I bought 64 on my Wii. And I bought, right. I don't think I bought it on my DS, but I bought it on the Wii U. I bought it on the 3DS, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, I've just, like, bought this enough times. Like, I don't even really love this this game all that much. And, like... It's not like a comprehensive 3D collection, so like it just kind of felt like I don't need to own it, I guess. And I, I am veering away from my collector habits right. a little bit too, so that's probably part of it. I will say but. too that graphically, probably the what felt to me like the the bigger leap was when Mario 64 ended up on Wii and Wii U, because then it's like, whoa, this they like cleaned this up to like run on whatever emulators running the the 64 game. Uh, yeah. on this platform like you could tell it's at least 480p now and yeah a lot from, sharper <laughs> yeah to go from interlace to progressive yeah. is like a huge jump yep. where like when you're just kind of faking the the upscale to you know 480 to 1080 right it's kind of you know it's it looks great but it's like it's just kind of sharpening things up yeah but I, I remember thinking at the time, like, uh, well, I used to get into it with some of my uh, old bandmates uh, in high school and like right after high school about like the Xbox and I was playing the Wii. But like, I remember thinking that Galaxy like really held up against some of the like, oh, yeah, especially the early Xbox 360 games. Like even on the Wii, I was just like, this game looks amazing for sure. Uh, so I'm sure it looks awesome on the Switch. 
Yeah, it like, does. And I'll say too that the split Joy-Cons uh, granted if you don't have the the issues with the Joy-Cons, uh which most people do. Uh, but I've yeah. got newer Joy-Cons cuz I got that newer iteration of the Switch. I traded in my old one. So, I was using those and it felt really good to play Galaxy that way. It felt super natural to when I played it on Wii many many yeah. moons ago. I, I, yeah. I would say if you have that muscle memory, like it's almost a necessity, but like, again, yeah. it, like the controls map so well to the joy cons, but like uh, my joy cons do have severe like drift at this point. Yeah. So yeah. galaxy is just like not on the table for me right now. I'm not going to be that playing sucks. that That's game. such a bummer. Yeah. And that it is something that like, I think Nintendo has like addressed it in the sense that like you can send in your joy cons and get them sent back refurbished or get replaced or whatever. But that's still a huge hassle, oh, yeah. especially if yeah. you're in DJ's place where like, that's your only set of controllers. Right. So. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I should just be getting a pro controller that that's on me, but I am being very stubborn about it. Yeah. Pro controller is <laughs> not cheap either though. No, yeah, it's a, it's an expensive, one of the more expensive controllers yeah. other than that, like Xbox, like elite controller. That's like $175. <laughs> Yeah. for some reason Jesus. that has that weird like i don't know geometrical d-pad <laughs> have you guys seen that controller ever oh yeah Maybe not yeah yeah it's, it's ridiculous i've taken i've taken a look at it but yeah i'm not going to spend 150 dollars on a just a regular controller if i'm going to spend that much yeah. it's going to be an arcade stick <laughs> yeah we got games to buy <laughs> yeah, <right>. yep. <laughs> Well, John, I know you kind of spe- speaking of Mario. If you guys are you guys good on the Mario 3D stuff, or any more to add on that end? Not for now. Set for now. I'll let you know if I ever get around to sunshine with my initial. I want to hear. Yeah, on I'm. That. I'm curious. I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on that, DJ, from like the perspective of going in like totally fresh. Um, cause that game has kind of gotten like a second wind almost, you know, it kind of felt like it was like the, along with all the GameCube titles, you know, kind of had like it was maligned when it came out to some degree and then kind of got like its second rebirth kind of like wind waker yeah um and double dash but yeah <laughs> i mean I'm, yeah exactly I'm hopeful yeah. about it so nice. yeah um but yeah john i know you've dipped into some of the new uh of the super nintendo stuff they've put out on the switch recently i know you've been mm-hmm. playing with that mario picross oh yeah mario's super picross there you oh. go <laughs> Which i should have known yeah, yeah. nintendo I've, I've been on a baby i've been on a yeah. picross kick recently and like I had that I had actually never played any of the earlier Picross games, so I was really excited to, you know, see what the older ones looked like. And the yeah. game is still entirely in Japanese. They released a short video, a Nintendo, on their social media to help people navigate the menus. Which is <laughs> also just it's another something. baffling thing for Nintendo <laughs> that like I don't feel At like at least it would like be- embed the video on the uh, in the i don't know in the or software like somehow or like something. there's there's yeah. so many things you can do like it's not <laughs> it's not a widescreen game there you can have like a guide in the others whatever oh yeah Regardless. just like a key or something yeah, yeah. A legend on the side <laughs> yeah or just pa- in a pause menu anyway yeah. and when we get successful <laughs> we, are, we just Nintendo, came up with six different solutions anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was funny, like, I was just mashing through the menus, like, uh, just hitting the A button, A button to try to get to some gameplay. There was a tutorial completely in Japanese that, you know, I didn't, wasn't getting any benefit from, so I was just skipping <laughs> through that. But, uh, I, like, what prompted when it was going up against, like, the first uh, puzzle, 
Like I just hit the A button, not knowing what the menu was prompting me to do. And it was, you know, a little hint uh, thing that is a feature in all of the like Jupiter uh, published uh, Picross S series where it'll reveal one row and one column and it does a little roulette to choose which one's which. And like, I honestly hadn't known that that was a mechanic all the way from like the Super Nintendo days. So I was like, oh, that's oh, wow. kind of cute. So that's like, cool. Yeah. I knew like right off the bat, like, okay, you know, I'm not not going to be wanting that for the easier puzzles so i was able to you know hit the b button on that prompt and memorize that location <laughs> but yeah it's 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 picross there's no, there's nothing new about it it's the first i think level of uh or the level 1 collection of puzzles is like i think all uh Japanese characters in either katakana or hiragana so like it's very it's like you would just do a puzzle that's the the letter a so oh. it's <laughs> like super basic so I'm, I'm yeah. not even at pictures yet <laughs> I, was, I was gonna ask like how does it incorporate a mario theme have you seen much of that yet haven't gotten there yet it's <laughs> it's just mario's <laughs> face holding a chisel and you know uh. you get your cute little like I, I, that is like I think a cute little character or added character to the game is that you know it, it makes a sound like you're actually carving rock out nice. and you're making it. But again, it's it's Picross. It's a very simple game and I love it. It's a good game. Nice. Are you feeling like once you like are into the game, like you're not too worried about the translation stuff? No, because at at that point, like the no numbers are always going to be the same in any yeah. language so it's not going to change and you're just going to be able to it's a it's a game that is almost exclusively visual so there right. isn't really any need for any language whatsoever so yeah it's super easy to get into that's cool nice well uh i guess speaking of another game that's super easy to get into, get into that i played through right through uh right before we recorded tonight uh there's a game called guardian sphere from a developer called pixel boy and uh they're actually a brother uh like a team of brothers uh pixel boy and then triple a i don't know if it's ah or just triple a <laughs> um but they seem to make games together they're they're working on a game that seems to be their main thing called the mind sword and that's like a 2d fighting like they they seem to do a lot of co-op stuff nice um but most of their games have been game jam related but then they'll do like a post jam update and really kind of flesh it out and like that's the cool. fact that this was made as a game jam it's called the game i want to talk about is called the guardian sphere and it's like a top-down uh vertical scrolling like tate mode uh bullet mm. hell shmup but the main mechanic, you have you. It's not like a single hit kill. You have a health bar uh, that holds up to ten spheres that kind of circle around you at any time, and it works essentially like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like when you take damage, you lose all your rings, and then you can go pick them up again. Okay. So like you have these spheres surrounding you, and you can hold up to ten. You start out with three at the very beginning of the game, and you can hold up to ten at a time. But then like after you beat the first boss, now you can hold fifteen, and kind of like in like the original Zelda, like when you're fully maxed out in health, then you're kind of extra powered up mm -hmm. but then throughout each level and it's kind of procedurally generated just in like the enemy patterns and stuff it's kind of the same set of five levels but you'll go into these shops that you can then also spend those spheres for upgrades uh you know just like you would in any other roguelike where you're like either gonna defense up or upgrade your uh projectiles or you know make your projectiles larger make them home in on enemies nice. or 
make it like a sine wave pattern, like tons and tons of different buffs. It's kind of crazy. Um, and there's eight different playable characters. Like it's nuts Ooh. that this game was made in a game jam. Wow. Uh, and it's also playable in your browser, which is kind of why I mentioned that it was nice. just like quick pick up and play. And it works like amazing. Like it plays. So I actually downloaded it and installed it, uh, but it plays great on. Yeah, I've tried it in both forms and it's awesome. And each character has like a slightly different, you know, shooting pattern. Nice. Um, and it's kind of like you're more like a character like on their feet, like on the ground almost. Uh, you kind of hover when you're moving, but it's like it's it, you know it's got like that different perspective where you're not just like a spaceship flying through space. You know, you're actually like a character kind of running on the ground, or again, you're kind of hovering over it. But it's just got such a. I ended up beating it, but it's got like easy mode, hard mode, uh, normal mode, which is what I played on. Um, but I'm I'm really curious to try out uh, arcade mode or try the hard mode and try like uh, arcade modes, the hard mode and some of the other games I've been playing recently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just like really pumped. Like the pixel art's awesome. I, I was uh, looking at I th- that. I just did a Google search and with the images and it's got that really cool like pastel pixel art yeah, style. Like, it looks really nice, actually. The characters really pop. Yeah, yeah. it's got almost like a, a little bit of like a Steven Universe like yeah, vibe as far that. as like how the colors really are. It's just like bright and vibrant in yeah. that sense. Um, and there, there's a, there were a couple characters that kind of reminded me of uh, some of the characters in Steven Universe. There's one playable character in particular that kind of reminds me of Garnett in uh, mm-hmm. Steven Universe, if anyone's familiar with that show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but the, yeah, the reason they caught my eye is because of a game called Tempo Quest, which I'm not really, I just played a little bit, but it's like a up to four player roguelike, which again, like they, there's not a lot of these like multiplayer when it comes to these little indie games. Right. Um, but it's a four player roguelike game where it was made for a game jam as well, where you're like, it's top down, you know, dungeon crawler style combat, but you're actually kind of doing like DDR inputs to execute your moves. Um, so yeah, it's just like really cool that, then that game too, just has like really vibrant pixel art. They do a really great job of like the kind of like splash screen images or thumbnails like they're whoever, I, I think it's the, the triple a, uh, brother <laughs> does like all the artwork and does some really great, like, just like, I don't know. It just makes me want to play the games like immediately. Right. Um, just seeing like those images, like kind of reminds me of shovel Knight almost nice, like the promo art for that. But yeah, really recommend checking out. Uh, Guardian Sphere and all the other stuff from Pixel Boy. Nice. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, before we get into like the meat of this episode too, I wanted to talk about another game that uh, DJ said he checked out some gameplay. I wasn't a hundred percent sure I was going to talk about this game, but I've been playing some Toho Luna Nights thanks to uh, Xbox Game Pass again. Yeah. Um, and this game is wild. And I know Randall, you said you're a little bit familiar with like the Project Toho series yeah, like just like vaguely the, the series of shmups which there's just a ton of yeah i think there's like close years. yeah there's like close to 20 games i think yeah. in the series and it's like all developed by uh, team ladybug which is like kind of this i don't really fully understand it seems like it's some kind of collective maybe of developers mm-hmm. um and there's been actually a couple fighting games in the series too mm-hmm. um but this game is uh more of a metroidvania but it brings over like a ton of uh, like shoot 'em up mechanics. Uh, one of them being like you're you're you have like a health meter and a magic meter, or an HP and an MP. And your MP, what your main attack is like you're throwing these knives, and kind of like you do with like Tower Fall or games like that, where you have to kind of recollect them. Like if you miss enemies, they kind of stick in the wall, yeah, and you can recollect them and refill your MP meter. Um, but you also can like stop time at any point in time, uh, after you unlock that after a certain point, you know, after you get it decently far into the game. 
Um, but I've played like maybe three or four hours, but you can also go into snail time by like holding down your attack that doesn't exactly stop time, but it goes into slow mo. Nice. And like when you're, when you stop time, you can walk on water, but then if there's like a waterfall, you can't walk through the waterfall. So you have to really kind of juggle between like if you're in snail time or if you're fully stop time. And then again, with your magic, kind of like in shmups like if if you guys are familiar with like grazing in bullet hell shmups when you're like coming super close to a projectile or super close to an enemy that's how you refill your magic meter Mm. in this game (laughs) but you can also refill that by like freezing time and getting super close to enemies um, and also when time is frozen, it actually doesn't use your, I'm getting, this is so confusing, but like <laughs> when you're, when you're, when time is frozen, you're actually not using your MP to attack. You're actually using time. So like the time will like that you have kind of like a hundred seconds that you can play with. But like, if you're attacking a bunch, that'll just go all the way down to zero in two seconds. You know, if you're just Jeez. spamming the attack button, but it's just like, I just unlocked the double jump. And, like, the boss battles are just so cool. I just beat, like, the third boss. It's got a great sense of humor. Um, really, like, just cheeky, self-referential stuff. Again, I, I don't know how much they're, like, referencing the the previous Toho games. Yeah. Um, but I know they're definitely, like, the mechanics as far as the combat goes. Um, just feels, like, very much like they're pulling from from the shoot 'em up genre. And it's very, it's just so interesting. And so, like, it's, it's really, really hard. Kind of like Momodora that I talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it, but it like, like you, it's definitely a game that I have to be in the mood to like, okay, I'm, I'm in the mood to kind of grind this out. And, you know, like if you beat a boss and don't get to a save point, like you're not, you have to beat that boss again. Um, usually I, I learned that like, so usually there's a save point right before a boss. So I've learned to like kill the boss and then go back to the save point before I charge ahead. But that's Metroidvania 101 there. (laughs) (laughs) I, I guess I, I don't, I don't play the good ones, John. Um, (laughs) but no, I'm, I'm really loving it. And it's, yeah, just another game on Xbox game pass that like, I think it, you know, it came out on PC, I think like three, four, you know, even five years ago, I think. Um, and I kind of forgot about it. It was on my radar a long time ago and it just popped up and I was like, Oh shit, forgot about this game and really loving it. It's got like these, you know, 32 bit style. It's like a very much like a PlayStation one era aesthetic as far as on every level, the music, the pixel art, everything. Yeah. It looks Um, also very influenced by symphony of the night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's very, it's very much like the riffing guitars on the soundtrack. yeah. Yeah. They're going for like the, the rock and Castlevania stuff oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get into the final game that we're all going to dive into, <laughs> the final tonight, meet. DJ. <laughs> yeah, the final meet. I know, DJ, you uh, kind of wrapped up your time with uh, Doom Eternal. Yeah, just a little snack for you guys. Uh, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I was like a couple levels out from the end. Um, but man, that game, like, it gives you such a feeling of like, I am very powerful. And I can also die really quickly. Like yes. yeah. just the 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 BFG you, you always get in the Doom games and like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the sword you get near the end of this, it's like you can pretty much take out anything, but I still am like very like, you know, still very aware of like how quickly I can die because it's, right. it's glass cannon. Hard. Dude, yeah, exactly. That's what I should have referred to it as. <laughs> um, no, that's a great feeling though when you're like on the edge like that. Yeah, um, and just the 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 final mission was very like very grand and big and like what it 
feel like it needed to be. Um, so it nice. was uh really good, really good ending. And then I actually checked out the uh, multiplayer, which I hadn't mm. done for like the uh, the previous Doom game. Um, and so yeah. like I I don't know if you guys had played any Doom multiplayer before or um, no no. Well, so I, I don't know how similar this is to, you know, how it's been done in the past, but like the, the battle mode that they have is uh, it's one human like Doom Slayer versus like two uh, uh, demon bosses. Um, yeah. And like they're they're weaker than um, the 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 Slayer, but uh, the Slayer needs to uh, kill them within 20 seconds of each other. Or else, uh, the one that is uh, the one that had died uh, comes back at uh, half health. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. They, they get you get to use like all the moves that you know they used against you in the game. Like nice. they summon minions and do all their special things. Um, and it, dude, it is. I was getting my ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> as, which, which role? That's saying that's saying something because we've obviously like bowed at dj's feet a few times on this podcast but dj is like easily one of the best gamers i know like any game we're competitive in he takes us out handily <laughs> so I, the I fact that you're you're struggling sh- shooters are not my my strong suit actually so you know i that's fair I'm not a, i'm not a fair representative of that community uh, <laughs> so you were playing as the doom guy against the monsters. I'm yeah. Assuming. I mean, you, you can choose. Um, so I was like, I need to win, uh, as either before I can put this away. So I was able to like, uh, win, um, not too difficultly with, uh, the demons, uh, and, it, and it's a best of five series. So like, Oh, okay. Just, um, but yeah, the, uh, I, I it was one of those experiences where I'm like looking online, like doom eternal battle mode is hard. <laughs> Just trying to find people to like <laughs> make me feel better that they're feeling <laughs> the same way as me. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, yeah, the slayer does have it a little difficult. I mean, it's hard to kind of like manage all that's going on. Um, but yeah. I won, one game as a slayer, and that is when I deleted the game. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> deleted it because you felt like, hey, I need to get this like out. I need to make sure I don't get sucked into this game, or you know, like I I couldn't see myself getting too sucked in, and it was just like I need to, you know me, Kevin, I need to end on a win. Uh so that's <laughs> that's what I did. I ended on a win. It was actually what I did with uh PUBG also. <laughs> Uh, nice. I, I got my second win after like another week of trying. Uh, and I was just like, okay, bye. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, I got into the meat of this uh, discussion. Yes. Why don't, why don't we stick around in <laughs> yeah. a hell for a little bit longer? And this is why we're all here tonight, really. And uh, I know, DJ, you specifically asked me not to pass it to you uh, since you beat this me. game already, uh, <laughs> which is no surprise to any of us. Wow. But uh, yeah, we've all been playing Hades, which is the yes. newest game from Supergiant. Um, and I think we've talked about I don't think we've ever talked about Bastion on the podcast before, but I know we've John, brought it up uh, in the context of other Supergiant games. Yeah. Yeah. And it and uh, Transistor was John's uh, resolution game from our holiday episode last year. And he's talked about it briefly on the podcast uh, 
yeah, you know, a couple months ago or something. Um, but yeah, Hades just came out on Switch probably a month ago or so by the time this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have been spending yeah most of my gaming time this week. Even though I've mentioned a couple other games, I've definitely yeah been spending most of my time playing Hades. But I think you were the first one to just kind of plow straight into this, John. So why don't you take the lead here? Yeah, so I'm I'm a big super giant fan. I think uh, more so than uh, Kevin and DJ. I think we've talked a little bit about how uh, you think. I think you use the term superficial on the to describe Bastion. I've yeah, I've only played Bastion, and I I love the aesthetic. I love the vibe, the narration. I just I just thought the combat at the by the time I got to the end of the game, I was waiting for it to be over, and it's a pretty short game. And I, I yeah, I, I loved it, but I like was bored by it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get it. But also, like, I think that Supergiant, like, really excels at, like, good combat systems. Like, I think that they do a lot of varied gameplay types very well. And that's what my, like, main attraction to all of their games is, is that, like, I will, you know, I'll have my set, uh, like skill tree or whatever weapon that I'll upgrade and, you know, have all the different upgrades on that, that I'll be focusing on and like tailor my gameplay towards. And then, you know, there'll be a different, uh, like challenge or something. And I was like, okay, well I'll try out this other, uh, gameplay type or action type. And it feels, I think that they're really good feeling like it's, they're almost all of their games that I've played are, the like similar isometric top down like yeah uh, view of an action game and yeah. i think that between like bastion uh transistor has a really good like freezing time to make it a pseudo turn based uh combat system and i really like that but this is just pure like uh, because it's a roguelike they can kind of play fast and loose with you know how difficult it is and like make kind of get you into situations where you can get really overwhelmed really quickly mm-hmm. but um, yeah and fast is the right word to use because oh, yeah, yeah this game this game rips yes <laughs> and that's one of my favorite things was that like you know a, a trope that i think a lot of roguelikes will do is that they'll give you a really like cookie cutter like bare bones first run where you're expected to die basically as soon as the core mechanics are introduced so like you'll learn your attack you'll learn movement you'll learn maybe a special ability and then there will be like a scripted death that will set you back to zero and then like the real game will start and i was very happy with how long i was able to play the uh like first run in uh Hades I thought it was just a regular run like you know you're getting your boons from the gods which are special abilities that alter gameplay and like I was able to go like I was playing carefully once I got like below 50% health but I kept clearing rooms until I got to like the first mini boss and then that took me out and then like the the game started but yeah I, I, I don't know. I, I really, really like, I think, the way that they incorporated their typical storytelling mechanics in a super giant game into a roguelike, I think, is flawless. Yeah, I mean, I think the storytelling, uh, you know, melds really well with the gameplay. Like, it makes sense why you're, you know, restarting your run. Like, it makes sense, like, that you're coming back, like... You know, mm-hmm. 
and making progress. It's like, okay, it's cause you're in hell. And like when you die, that's, you're going back to hell. So <laughs> yeah. like, and, I, yeah, and you're trying to battle your way out. And yeah, your yeah. father Hades is like setting this up to keep you from escaping. And it's, oh, it's such, oh, I love it. <laughs> And, and I love how you can kind of like, you don't have to full, like, I mean, I'm, I'm engaging with the, you know, cut scenes and whatnot to some degree, but you guys know how I play games yeah and I, you don't really have to like listen to every little conversation. You can just kind of get right into the game pretty quick. You can, but um, I will which, say the voice acting is pretty great. It's uh, really yeah. good. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty iffy on it, man. I'm, I really, I, and I've loved it in their previous games. Yeah. I've, I've only really played Bastion, but I, I'm not a huge fan. I think it's great for some characters, but I think some are, really off to me personally huh. i think it's flawless yeah, yeah. I think it's really good too. i think there, there's like too much effects on some of the characters or something i don't know really? there's something that really just takes me out of the I game feel like they're more casual some... than most voice acting you get in games like especially the main character but... yeah oh i love the main character yeah, yeah. I, i'm more talking like when you're like in the hub world and you're kind of talking to the different gods i just think some of you them just hate like dusa and much. hypno just come Come clean. We know that those are. I don't. It's Hypno's one of my. Yeah, I don't love Hypno, but I think like Nyx is one of the characters I like least. Um, really? As far really? I, yeah, there's just two. There's like this just extra, like, I don't know. It just feels excessive, I guess. The like reverby effects and stuff. But it They're makes gods. sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm nitpicking. I love this game. I, I'm nitpicking. And, and I should even say with Bastion, like, I think this is the thought that I was going to try to mention earlier. Um, but I, I love, like, Bastion kind of. I felt like I got comfy with like the the weapons that I liked and I just kind of stuck with them and it didn't really incentivize me to switch where like I don't even know what the incentive to switch in Hades is. I think I just like a lot more of the weapons. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the ranged weapons, but like I'm playing. I love the sword. I love the spear. I love the shield and I love the fists like I I switch between all four of those weapons Mm -hmm. pretty much run to run like whatever I'm in the mood to switch between and I, I I don't feel that with a lot of games even with like my favorite roguelikes you know I kind of like hope for you know depending on how the structure of the game goes I kind of hope for my favorite things I like that you can pick like I want to go for this and the game does feel totally different with with each weapon hey here's the incentive to switch Kevin <laughs> on on each run there is a uh, one of the weapons uh gives like a bonus to the amount of darkness you can accumulate yeah um yeah so i would the way i would do it is just i'm always just picking whatever that one is because same like, just despite how like you know varied the weapons are they are all fun <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah, they, i a, agree 100 percent. even there and like, I, I'm not a huge fan of the ranged weapons. I, I really don't like either of them, to be honest. But I like but the I arrow. The other four. I'm not as keen on the like repeater. I just unlocked that. So I, I just tried it once and I was like, eh, I'm just going to go back to my staples. But I, yeah, I guess I shouldn't really speak too soon on that. But I didn't like the like, arrow the first run, but the second run, I'm like, ooh. Um, and it was. I played it again because I got that incentive on the arrow again. I'm like, all right. Let's let's give it another shot. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm into and, and it. I need to move a lot more than I'm moving right now. But yes, I get it. And and I was starting to see some success and I was into it. And even with like those uh, Daedalus hammers that you can use to upgrade your weapons, they can like yeah. pretty dramatically shift how your weapons work. Totally. Um, oh, the buffs are amazing yeah, in this game. Like, there's so much variety. Every run feels so fresh. Yep. I love it. And I love it. And that's like a, another like strength of Supergiant games is that they will constantly give you 
things to just completely alter the way that core mechanics of the game work. Like uh, when yeah. DJ, you were bringing up the Daedalus hammers, like there was one and like the fact that they're randomized because it's a roguelike also like means that you can't actively like choose what you get you and you kind of have to react to what you get. But there is one that, man, if I was given the option, I would pick every <laughs> single time it changed for your fists, your uppercut to a uh, like siphoning one. So if you landed a killing blow with an uppercut, oh, yeah. you regained health. And like, yes, please. I just didn't attack with like basically anything else for the rest <laughs> of the run. And like, you I, know, I made so ahead, much progress with that. It felt so good. Ugh. Yeah, an- another thing that I think they do amazingly in this game is like all the different types of currencies that you get, mm-hmm. like they're they're used in different ways. You know, you get the keys that unlock the weapons, mm-hmm. but then when you get a little further into the game, they kind of like expand the skill tree in your like mirror in your bedroom where mm-hmm. you can like kind of unlock different buffs that are kind of per every run, you know, permanent upgrades. And I just think they, they do such a nice job of like, I don't know, balancing your your money and stuff like that i don't know i, I just feel like every I'm, I'm just always engaged in the game you know mm-hmm. speaking of the uh the mirror i realized this like after i'd beaten the game did you Jesus. notice that like uh you can toggle like for each line item on the mirror there's like an alternate version of it yes <laughs> I did, how did you what, beat the, the game like how many I runs did, did you all, do did, before you beat purple. this <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean alternate line item? So like on uh, for like each like item on the mirror, like on you unlock the left- it. It's not right off the bat. Like it's a it's a perk you get later. Oh, OK. OK. Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you, you get the option. Like there are variants uh, like among the like uh, like persistent upgrades that are run to run that you get in the mirror. Then and then there's also like upgrades to your weapons that you use specifically Titan blood in order to unlock. Like oh, I haven't even gotten into that yet. It took me forever to figure that one out too. Oh my god! (laughs) But like that's that is so super giant. Like it is just skill tree after skill tree after skill tree. And they yeah, I really like the way that they do it. I mean they they do it similar in all of their games where like you know they'll be scripted like oh after you reach this chapter you'll unlock this thing in transistor or in bastion but i think it works a lot better in a roguelike setting because you know it you do need kind of you know 10 runs under your belt before you understand the core mechanics for them to like really expand it like that further out yeah yeah. But like you said, though, John, like even though you're saying like, oh, it took 10 runs to kind of get into the flow, like it really like I had the same experience. Like my first run, I was like in the game. I didn't feel like, oh, here's my tutorial run. Mm-hmm. Like I was just playing the game. They yeah. do a great job super introducing cool. you in that game. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels so it's, natural. Yeah. What What about you, Randall? I know you've kind of you haven't had a ton of time to dig in, but like what's, what's your experience been like just kind of scratching the surface and what's your what's your previous experience with the super giant stuff? Um, not a ton of previous experience. I played uh, probably like halfway through Bastion in the first like year or two after that came out. And I've always had my eye on super giant games. Uh, yeah, to... they are. They're always eye catching. Oh, like yeah. It's, yeah, it's undeniable. Yeah. I uh, haven't gotten around to 
playing any of the other ones yet, although I really want to play Pyre. Um, yeah, so. that and Transistor, like I got to, after playing this, I, even Bastion, I'm like, I got to yeah. go back. Same. I mean, yeah. yeah, I want to go back to Transistor. <laughs> like I just played <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's I yeah I haven't had as much time as you guys, but like immediately this game pretty much grabbed me, and I don't know that in like an action roguelike type of game has grabbed me that way since I played Dead Cells. It was giving me mm. obviously not the same type of game, but giving me some of those vibes um, as far as just like an yeah. actiony roguelike, just like get in the mix of it type of game, and just like run after run type of thing, and I was really into that. Uh, felt great. Um, the other thing too, that I don't think we really talked about that I noticed, uh, I think I was reading an article or something about Hades and they, they had a good point where after every run, they're also giving you just little morsels of story that they're yes, kind of interweaving yeah. there. And no, like roguelikes don't typically do that very effectively. And I feel like Hades does, and it's to its credit there too. Absolutely. Yeah, and and not only that, but just the theme in general, like how each god is kind of tied to, you know, I, I know you're saying, John, too, like where you're getting kind of these power-ups like thrown at you, and you don't get choice in that, but like each power-up, you get kind of a choice of one of three buffs, you know? Yeah. So I, I love that, like, even love though it's it out of your control, it's in your control, yep. and like a lot of the, the rooms, once you clear them, it's like you can see what the reward is going to be at the end of that room. Am mm-hmm. I going to get keys at the end, or am I going to get gems, or am I going to get... Uh, whatever the dark matter or whatever those purple tears, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever they're called, <laughs> or am I gonna get like a, or am I gonna meet Poseidon and give me some kind of water buff and like all the even those like different elemental buffs are so cool. Like they I are. love all the lightning buffs and we haven't even talked about the cast mechanic, which like <laughs> I love the cast mechanic and once I got into the like now that I unlocked further tiers in the like, the skill tree in the mirror where like. Uh, so I can carry up to three different casts, which is like this like gem essentially that you can just like throw this like blood diamond right. that you can throw at other enemies. But like now I can hold up to three at the start of my run. And when they're like they, it, when you hit an enemy, like a more powerful enemy with them, it kind of gets stuck in them or they hold on to it. Mm-hmm. But like now when I have enemies hit with that, like I do more damage when they're like kind of holding on to that cast, I guess. And I just I love that like. It's just like, oh, here's the boss or here's whatever. I'm just going to fill it and then just go to town. And I I, I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't an extra element my... there. It just feels yeah, good. I, and it, it just enough strategy to like the action pack because yeah. I am I'm mashing my controller like I have not in a <laughs> long time in the best way. Like it's very strategic, but like I am mashing my controller <laughs> <laughs> like Mario Party on 64 <laughs> style. I was going to say, there's one of the, like, lines that you can swap for a variant in the mirror is instead of having a uh, stock for your cast, has it on a cooldown. Okay. And that is... Okay. That's one that I've really enjoyed because then, like, I have that one maxed out, so I think it regens every three seconds. So I'm just launching that. You don't have to reabsorb it. Right. Wow. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have to re, like, kind of like Towerfall. You got to, like, recapture them after right. the fact. But then, like, again, like, there's uh, one of the power ups that you can get for one of the weapons with, like, Titan's Blood is, like, oh, it will dislodge, uh, like, the cast that you spend. And I'm like, well, no, I want the cast to stay in. So, like, I'm like, okay, my playstyle means, yeah. that, like, I won't go after that uh, upgrade tree. And I'm like, oh, love it. 
Just, uh, That's awesome. Even the changes to the cast, because like last time I was playing last night, like I was getting like these smoke bombs that I could throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were called something else, but they kind of like smoke bombs that would kind of confuse enemies or something. And mm-hmm. like I was getting these like spinning blades that I could throw, but had the same problem where I was like, oh, but it's not sticking in the enemies. That kind of sucks. Oh. But uh, but DJ, I know at the top we kind of mentioned that you were able to beat this game, and I, I you know, that even after you've beaten it, I know like you've mentioned a, pre- a couple of games today, like oh I beat it or I you know finished the multiplayer or I won a campaign or I won online and like I'm done, I deleted the game. So like I've seen you still diving into this game after completing it. Is it that you're just going for 100 percent or what's keeping you no coming spoilers. back in? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I Spo- will. to keep it as spoiler free as possible. <laughs> I will keep it spoiler free. Um, but I, I will say that I do plan on hundred percenting this game, which nice. I think is going to take me a while. Um, Cause there are some like hard modes. There's a like God mode. I, I saw some different things in the menus. Oh, I didn't see that. I've seen, um, I mean, I've seen some ways to like alter the difficulty, but I didn't see that specifically. Maybe I have to keep an eye out on that. But, um, I mean, I'm trying to like clear all the quests, on on that sheet in your room um mm-hmm. okay and uh, oh man like there's just so like you basically have to do <laughs> every type of thing like you have to get every type of boon um use every weapon like but i think it's just like the the gameplay and like it's one of those rare instances for me where I'm compelled by both the gameplay and the story. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've always been like kind of a, a sucker for like Greek mythology stuff. So yes. yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like this was just easy for me to like get invested in. And uh, like, this isn't a spoiler, but I will say that like, even after I beat the game, it, you know, that's not the end of the story. There's still more that I'm like uncovering. So it's oh, cool. I, w- I was going to say, cause like, it's not scripted per se, but like, I feel like there's like, I, if I don't know how many runs you completed, but like six, I've, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> what on earth? Fuck you. I've done 30. <laughs> yeah. I've done, I've done about 20. I think last time I checked, I was just under 20. That's right about when I did my first. that's when you beat it god damn it i was like hoping that you maybe just spent way more time dude i'm uh like this this is bringing me back to like you know when we were playing enter the gungeon for the first time i was having this yeah just that race to be like oh i want to be the first to beat this who's gonna beat it first especially because our buddy glenn's playing it too and he he, the dj our buddy glenn and i were like really hooked into enter the gungeon for a while and like really like who's gonna beat it first and which characters who's gonna 100 percent it so yeah i i I feel so the same way dj like so sucked in and i even i had even uh glenn texted me at some point he was like hey do you think hades is hard (laughs) i was like oh i'm kind of nervous to respond because i don't know if he's saying that because he thinks it's easy or if he's saying it because he's getting his ass kicked i was like i'm getting my ass whooped um i've gotten to like the third um like the the mini boss of the third level i think Mm -hmm. is as far as i've made it god i cannot believe you gj god so whatever you, you asked me how many i did I know. Enter a six. What's the follow up? The the uh, follow yeah, well, well, the follow up was like like I've seen a lot of story, and I I think that that is almost 
like again it's not like predetermined like after x many runs like this is how far you will be in the story but like it is very reactive to the things that i accomplished during the run like yes. yeah hypno it, it almost kind of always or uh, yeah i was just gonna say like hypno al- almost always like will refer to the exact enemy or boss that kills you and like that's cool that right. changes every single time that you're there and then like you know there's various conversations that other characters will have that you can like uh progress through throughout the game but like yeah if you beat it in six like (laughs) i don't know how much of that you're getting it's incredible like how many scenarios they scripted for and i super appreciate that like like even when you immerses me so much more like if you get a boon like from one god and then you meet with or you talk to another god, the god will reference is like, ah, see, you've already met like so and so. It's like Jesus Christ, this is a un like I haven't gotten really a psych or recycled line yet, which is that's unbelievable. Cool. Yeah, that's really it's cool. There, yeah, there's a ton of dialogue and it's all one hundred percent voice acted. Yeah, which is which is really cool. I know I was kind of dogging on that at the beginning. But like I, I one thing I will say, too, is like I'm loving the kind of arcadey nature of the gameplay. And, I, you know, me being me, I'm, I'm kind of bypassing the story for the most part. I'm I, and I'm able to do that. I'm not really like I mean, I'm paying attention to enough to like know the new mechanics. But like you, you don't really have to be so sucked in. It's nice that it has that. But like I love that I can just dig into the gameplay and and not be bogged down by that if I don't want to be. Right. I appreciate that a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only other thing I'll say that is impressing me so far is how well this thing runs on Switch. As oh, like, yeah. It's great. Yeah, because it is chaotic. Like yeah. We were talking about the button mashing, but I mean, there's a lot going on. Tons of enemies, tons of projectiles. You know, it gets into that like bullet hell kind of territory as yeah. far as like what's the chaos on the screen. Yeah. So, the only, yeah, it runs great. The only time I noticed anything like approaching like a slowdown would be when you enter a room and it's one of those like you have to survive 45 seconds and you just get a <laughs> shit ton of stuff thrown at you i think uh yeah well i think in one of those i just decided to uh well i had my shield so i just got in a corner and just held the shield up the entire time <laughs> <laughs> whatever works so i wasn't clearing any enemies so i probably yeah. contributed a oh, little bit to that problem um, elite strat yeah. oh there yeah. you go I mean, they're That's awesome. Al- although I have like quote unquote beat the game, I mean, there's there is more story, and I suspect there will be more gameplay wise. Like I don't know, but I'm 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 curious. I'm I'm curious. Mm-hmm. There's definitely there is one boss that I haven't beaten. If mm-hmm. if that. Uh, Okay, and I'm, so. I'm sure there's plenty of enemies and other like because there I think are two at least two mini bosses per level or stage or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like there's I bet there's plenty of enemies you haven't seen, so you have to you have to fill out your codex. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Your Pokedex. <laughs> <laughs> Got to build relationships with everyone. Gotta yes. Give them nectar and ambrosia. Wait, you have, have how many people have you given nectar to? You don't even have items. What? Are, how did you beat this game? What do you mean I don't have items? <laughs> like, you, no, you, wait, DJ, you were saying you beat it six times already, right? Yeah. God, what's the what's okay. unreal? I was yes, no. My my initial understanding was that you beat it in six runs. 
No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, okay. See, I thought yes. that at first, too, yeah. And then I, I heard you mention that earlier, John, and I was yeah, like, my, no, no, my, I think he beat it six times, which is even more fucked up. My tutorial <laughs> run, I beat it. <laughs> I beat it five more times. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Hades is my, is, loves me. Like, I got the secret ending. <laughs> No, but I definitely can't wait to play more Hades and, and talk about it more with you guys because, yeah, I, f- I feel like we're going to be digging into this one for a while. It's awesome. Yeah. Did anybody else have anything more to add on that before we uh, wrap things up tonight or I good will, to call it there? I will say, I know I've been ho- hogging this for a bit, um, but <laughs> no, I'm going to hog there. it some more. Uh, <laughs> I will make a bold claim and say that I will rank this game above my uh 2019 game of the year which was 20xx i will oh there you go yes this overthrows that and is okay so you're you're loving this game not just liking it yes sir okay heck yeah it's awesome i i think we're all maybe i don't know if we're all right in that same category but i i think we're all pretty comfortable saying we love this game as well oh yeah yeah very much so heck yeah which is yeah, I'm I'm just super pumped. Yeah, so we'll talk about this one some more, I'm sure, in the future. But uh, but for now, I think we can wrap it up for this week, guys. And uh, as always, you can find us on the internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. Uh, I've been streaming actually, not talking, but just playing some gameplay on Twitch recently too. Nice. Um, but yeah, we're on the internet, and we got links in the uh, episode description. So just uh, scroll down to the bottom there and check that out. Come hang with us on Discord. And uh, yeah, until next week, we will uh, catch you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Boy, bye. Bye. You talking about Big Baby? Anthony Big Baby Davis? Nah, that was... <laughs> oh, that was Glenn Davis. Glenn Davis <laughs> Glenn is Big Davis. Baby. <laughs> Glenn, big baby. don't call me Big Baby, Big Baby Davis. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, I hated him so much when he was buddy. on the Celtics. Yeah. Oh, God. The Celtics were just not likable. But no. I also, they were the worst. I, I also like kind of liked them for that. Like... Oh, but then they then every year after they were like talking about themselves like they were a dynasty when they won one championship. One championship. Yeah, that's why I hated them. They yeah. were talking about themselves like they were a dynasty just when they were like in the running. That's like if like Donovan McNabb was like running his mouth back in the day, like we're we're fucking number one, man. They're like it's like yeah, you made it to the NFC championships, but mm. yeah, that no. don't count, buddy. No, nope. anything's possible. <laughs> KG's incredible in NBA 2K, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was incredible in real life, too. But he really was. Same same reasons, because he's just a defensive fucking monster. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was incredible in uh, Uncut Gems. He was really good in that, too, actually. Yeah. I, I heard he's great. Yeah. yeah.